When it comes to the state of Pennsylvania, why did Dr. Oz lose? Well, it looks like, according to uh, the exit polling, it's because Fetterman won. Ah, yes, this is why we rely on our news media, Steve Ducey on the Fox News Channel, to explain these complex issues to more simple-minded American public. Why? Why did Dr. Mehmet Oz lose? Thoracic surgeon, medical doctor, unlike Jill Biden? Well, because Quasimodo won. And he will soon be taking up residence. The bell tower on Capitol Hill. They call it a carillon there. It's still a bell tower. It's Thursday morning, and we're still not entirely sure what the final tally is in the House of Representatives or the Senate. Because several years ago, the Democrat Party got to work on fixing the way we elect our political leaders. It's much better now, don't you think? This is, uh, they, they made it better, like that uh, terrible uh, bad uh, story about the editor and the, and the reporter wandering through the desert and happening upon an oasis. They've made it better. They've made our system of government and of electing our leaders much better. And now we may never know who won, and, and uh, confidence in our system is, is uh, plummeting. It has plummeted, and it continues to plummet. I think the Republicans need 218 seats to control the House of Representatives, to give them a majority in the House of Representatives. Right now, uh, the Republicans have secured 207 of those 218 seats. That means how many more are needed, Michael? That means 11 more are needed for a uh, just a bare bones majority, right? But the Democrats, while the Republicans have have 207, 207, the Democrats only have 184. There are 44 House races still undecided at this point because the Democrats have made everything better. In the Senate, the uh, now you may recall it was a 50-50 split in the Senate, and, um, and the uh, Republicans have thus far secured 49 of those. You want at least 51. There are three... Senate seats still up in the air. The Democrats, therefore, have secured 48 of those seats. The Republicans have secured 49 of those seats. The uh, Herschel Walker, Georgia race is still uh, up in the air, and it's going to go to a, a runoff election on December 6th. And Newt Gingrich this morning was saying that he wants to see Ron DeSantis and uh, the Florida governor, of course, and, and, uh, and hero of the day, and, uh, and Brian Kemp, the Georgia governor, and Donald Trump all rally around Herschel Walker to uh, bring that seat in for the Republicans in the runoff election on, on December 6th. All right? But right now, there are three seats up in the air, that Georgia race plus the Nevada Senate race and the Arizona Senate race. Isn't it interesting? The uh, um, election denier, Stacey Abrams, Georgia, and uh, chaos in 2020, on Election Day and thereafter in Nevada and Arizona. And here we are again. Gosh, those Democrats really know how to run an election, don't they? Into the wall. Uh, boy, they're really something. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, they are. So listen, we've got a lot to get to, as you might expect. 
because there's a lot of crazy going on out there. And and before I do, I, I want to share another story with you out of the Daily Mail, out of the uh, UK. That's the United Kingdom. German Kentucky Fried Chicken sparks outrage among Jewish groups by telling customers to mark Kristallnacht. You know, the night of broken glass when Hitler's Socialist Workers Party attacked Jewish businesses and Jewish people. Uh, and he said uh, KFC put out a put out a thing. Hey, Kristallnacht is coming. You should celebrate by treating yourself with more tender cheese on your crispy chicken. That's what KFC put out in Germany on Kristallnacht, you know, which is kind of uh, considered to be the, the starter's pistol for the beginning of the Holocaust. And uh, they're there. The German branch of KFC has sparked outrage among Jewish groups and nobody else after the fast food chain told customers to mark the anniversary of the Nazi-led riots of Kristallnacht by, quote, treating yourself with more tender cheese on your crispy chicken. Sure, the advertisement has been condemned as absolutely hideous for uh, making light of Kristallnacht, the night of broken glass where Nazis... Nazis coordinated attacks on November 9th, 1938, on Jewish businesses and homes. KFC Germany wrote in a push notification message to customers, it is Kristallnacht. <laughs> Treat yourself. <laughs> that, is, that is not uh, wise. That is not, uh, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? It's uh, Kristallnacht and, uh, and uh, crispy chicken. That's uh, that's one for the books right there. <laughs> I don't know how you I don't know how you get away from that one, um, but that's uh, they. I think they claim that it's an algorithm that notices uh, when holidays are coming up. Kristallnacht is not a holiday, but uh, noteworthy dates. And the uh, they say that their their algorithm, uh, pretty amazing. KFC apologizes after Kristallnacht promotion. Sure, why not? The uh, all the Democrats they, they here they should celebrate all their church burnings, shouldn't they? How many churches have the Democrats burned lately? Let's see, uh, two in Mississippi on election day, plus a historically black college uh, and university. Um, they uh, two they burned two in Montgomery County. I'm pointing over Michael Piercy's head right over there because Montgomery County is about one block away uh, in Maryland. That was uh, quite recent. And then they burned two churches in North Carolina because of abortion. You know, they love abortion, so they burn churches. And the, uh, the Mississippi thing the other day, Mississippi burning. Uh, two churches, historically black college. And, uh, and a Democrat, a black guy, burned them. And it was terrorism and voter suppression until they arrested the young black guy. And now, uh, never mind. Never mind. Now they're moving on. Yeah, nice job, KFC, and they've uh, they've apologized, which seems appropriate, doesn't it? <laughs> they've got it's Europe too, so now they've got government bodies involved, and and uh, it might be hate speech, and people might have to go to, you know, uh, some kind of a prison camp, maybe in Germany, maybe in Poland. Pretty amazing. <laughs> How wrong can you get on Kristallnacht, KFC, Germany? Shame on you. Yeah, yeah. We're very sorry. We will check our internal processes immediately so that this does not happen again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, please excuse this error. We are very sad. 
that is sad. Germany takes November 9th uh, uh, anniversary of Kristallnacht, the night of broken glass, seriously with numerous memorial events and discussions scheduled to reflect on the National Socialist German Workers' Party murder of more than 6 million Jewish people. Uh, and, you know, get some extra cheese on your crispy chicken. That's, that's one for the books. All right, let's go. Let's go to, uh, let's go to the news stuff because I want to, uh, I want to I get to uh, what is still ongoing. We had uh, election day. We call it election day. That was, uh, that was on Tuesday. Today is Thursday. And I'll tell you, the abortion story is all over the place, too, because as our first, I think, brilliant caller observed today, Lindsey Graham, just a couple of weeks before Election Day, came out and started prattling about passing a, a national law banning abortion everywhere uh, just after the Supreme Court returned it to the states. Like 50 years of fighting over returning it to the states. Return it to the states, then Lindsey Graham comes out and says, hey, let's make a federal law, a national law. Uh, pretty amazing stuff, I got to say. But the, uh, the, the Democrats, they love abortion so much, especially black uh, abortions. After a fall of Roe, front page of the Washington Post, abortion rights advocates secure wins with voters. And honestly, the exit polls show that uh, uh, of the people, uh, Democrats, voting polled by CNN, 76% of Democrats said that the most important issue for them was abortion. 28% said inflation. 76 said abortion, most important issue. 28% said inflation. That's a CNN poll. Um, I'd like to point out that um, that adds up to 104%. <laughs> And that add up 204%? Uh, so 104. That's 104%. They got 104% of Democrats in the poll at uh, CNN. 76%, more than three-quarters said abortion was the most important issue. And uh, then 28% of the 104% they polled. Uh, pretty amazing. Just amazing. Uh, also, the Democrats did very well with unmarried women. Women who may never be married in their lives and, and will die alone and lonely. And, um, and that's very sad. Unmarried women, the Democrats won unmarried women by 37%. 37%, that's big. They must be targeting unmarried women. We know that Bill Clinton is. And uh, Joe Biden sniffs them and things like that. They, uh, they won voters between the ages of 18 and 24, 61% to 36%, which is... You know, a landslide victory with uh, young voters. And, of course, they have all these uh, organizers on college campuses and stuff, and they vote for weeks and weeks in advance of actual election day. So that's, uh, that's kind of amazing stuff. But they got that unmarried woman vote locked up in a really big way. Now let's go to, uh, let's go to the uh, election results in uh, Arizona, such as they are, because... Um, uh, it's kind of funny. I actually made a, a little video. I haven't shown this to Michael yet. But I went to the the uh, Internet machine that Al Gore created yesterday, and I Googled results for uh, for Kerry Lake and Katie Hobbs. CBS News. CBS News has the headline, Arizona election results, colon. I love their colons. Kerry Lake leads 
Katie Hobbs in Arizona, right? That's what that's what it says. And then I tapped on it, and I tapped on it, uh, and uh, so I wanted to see it. And the headline says, uh, "Governor's race: Katie Hobbs holds slim lead over Carrie Lake." Yeah, and I made a video of me tapping on the story to show that uh, it's uh, uh, you know this is our news media. It's pretty amazing stuff. It is, um, but never mind that. Uh, also, I got to get to the uh, Latino vote and socialism because Jen Psaki gave something away in a tweet. Um, all right, let's uh, let's see. Let's get to uh, let's get to uh, Harmeet Dillon. Harmeet Dillon last night was on with Tucker Carlson, and um, the race is still very close. Kerry Lake um, and Katie Hobbs. Uh, the spread is thirteen thousand votes, and they say that Katie Hobbs is up now, but. Uh, Harmeet Dillon, who is a, a great lawyer and a great American patriot, uh, talked about the voting process in Maricopa County, Arizona, their most populous county. The Maricopa County party is like way behind. The county is way behind in counting these votes. And one of the reasons here is that they switched a couple of years ago to what's called a vote center model. So instead of the old-fashioned model where you would go vote in a precinct, they actually uh, cut the number of places you could vote by two-thirds. So made it a little harder and less accessible to vote. And then they don't have pre-printed ballots when you go to vote. So wherever you wander and show up, they then print a ballot for you, which takes time. And if the printers are screwed up and the tabulators are screwed up, which is what happened in Maricopa County despite testing, which is the job of the county officials, then you have the chaos that you're seeing on the screen there. I'm sorry, they cut the number of polling places by by two thirds by two and they and they don't have ballots. They have to print up the ballots individually when people walk in. And if the printer is out of ink or if the printer is not working, then, oh, so sorry, we can no do uh, the election today. There is no election today. And uh, this is what the Democrats have done in their most populous county in the state of Arizona. And there are how many like 650,000 votes that remain uncounted and a great many irregularities because, you know, Democrats running elections. We should get the Brazilians to come in here and run a better election for us. What do you think? There's more of her. And then, um, uh, honestly, of uh, Carrie Lake, uh, great stuff from her. She is always great. Hey, if you're just getting started on your financial journey, it's important to Set yourself up for success. Get off on the right foot. You know, and if you've got a high credit score, you have more power than you might think. Now is the time to leverage that score to consolidate your debt before interest rates get any higher. Pay off your credit cards faster with a low fixed rate loan from Lightstream. You know, a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream will help you pay off your credit card debts and Lock in a low fixed interest rate. Their rates start at Lightstream at 6.99% APR with auto pay and your excellent credit. Lightstream believes that people like you with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. Now, just for my listeners, apply right now. Get a special interest rate discount and save even more money. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash plant. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash P-L-A-N-T-E. You get a free vol on the end. Subject to your good credit approval, rates range from 6.99% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. 
Lowest rate requires your excellent credit terms and conditions apply. Offers are subject change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash plant for more information. A uh, little Led Zeppelin and um, boy, oh boy. Um, I've got great audio for you. And what's going on in Arizona? What's going on in America? Coming right up. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant inviting you on our 2023 sea cruise. Next June, we'll be headed to the beautiful Mediterranean, sailing from Barcelona to Portugal, with stops in Ibiza, Casablanca, and more. For details, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. All right, I've got great stuff coming up and the crooked media doing everything they can to help the Democrat Party, as always. Might be more crucial now than, than it ordinarily is. Let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Marco calling from Springfield, Virginia. Marco, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, uh, Fetterman let the cat out of the bag. He, he said exactly what happened, that he was going to be losing early on when they started counting those absentee ballots or mail-in ballots, I should say, uh, that they would go ahead and win. That's exactly what happened. And I disagree with Ronald McDaniel. Winning by one is wrong because, as your previous caller said, the Republican Party is a joke. we got way too many rhinos who are going to bail on important issues. So we need to have a big majority of conservative Republicans, not rhinos. And finally, uh, I see that infighting has already started with uh, McCarthy. Andy Biggs is saying, hey, you're not guaranteed that speakership. And um, I think Trump should keep his mouth shut about uh, DeSantis. We don't need another uh, circular firing squad. Either play the game or get out of the way. Wow. A lot of of stuff in there, Marco. And, you know, I've got to say that I have heard, I'm going to say I text with a lot of people the course of any given day. And I've heard a lot of the, uh, you know, Donald Trump should play nice with his own team and not go after uh, Ron DeSantis, who is, uh, you know, one step to the side. Um, You know, Team America. Um, Very interesting times we're in. Politics is an awful, terrible, horrible business. And when you find a good person, you know, you want to hang on to him. You want to keep him keep them good break glass in case of emergency this is the chris plant show when you win the game you don't say oh did you win it like by one point or two points you won the game we just won the super bowl last night yeah well um it's politics it's not football True in football, winning by one point means that you win the game. But as Marco just said, brilliant man that he is, you know, winning by one is not the same in uh, the House of Representatives as it is uh, in the Super Bowl uh, because you're going to have some, uh, probably a bunch of rhinos in there and people that aren't going to do the right thing and and uh, so we got that going. Let's, I've got a lot of audio to get to, but first let's go to the phones. Let's go to Ron calling from Aldi, Virginia. Ronald, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning. 
Good hey, morning, sir, and thank you for taking my call. Uh, first of all, with respect to the uh, CNN poll that you just mentioned, always remember there's three kinds of people in the world, those that are good at math and those that aren't. Um, at any rate, uh, <laughs> hey, I get it. Just, just, just to give you, yeah. Well, most that's like a Joe Biden. Somebody will say, right. Well, most of the time, people will say, "Well, I'm one of the, those that isn't," and then the response is, "Obviously." Um, at any rate, um, I'm assuming you and others have heard of a gentleman named Tony DeLuca, who unfortunately lost his life on October the ninth at the age of 85 with cancer. Yeah, he's a state representative from. Pennsylvania. The uh-huh. good news is he's so loved by his by his uh, constituents that in spite of being passed away, in spite of having passed away about a month before the election, he was still elected with 86 percent of the vote in Pennsylvania. Um, and the Pennsylvania Democratic Party said they were saddened by his loss, but proud to see the voters continue to show their confidence in him and his commitment to the democratic values by his reelection. So this. The bottom line is this is a great example of how Democrats vote with no regard whatsoever for important stuff like where your what your positions are on the import, the things that matter or whether you're alive or not, for example. Well, that's right. Democratic values include – see, I'm from Chicago, so we were talking about this. I actually did talk about Tony DeLuca yesterday uh, on the radio, but uh, Michael and I were talking about it this morning. Michael Piercy and I, and I said, see, now it makes sense again, Ron, when you, uh, when you realize that a lot of the voters were dead, too. See? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, I'm from what? Chicago, and, and in Chicago, uh, you know, tombstones show up to the polling <laughs> places all the time. Yes, sir. Hey, while I've got your ear real quick, did, don't you find it amazing, appalling? I like alliteration, by the way. Don't you find it amazing, appalling, and aggravating uh, the arrogance of Brandon in his responses to a couple of the, of the pre-selected questions yesterday. You know, for example, 75 percent of the country is is concerned about the direction, and when he's asked what he's going to do differently, he says nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's just that, uh, tone. You know, pick your pick your turn. That's tone deaf. Uh, again, amazing, appalling, aggravating. Um, you know, just don't get it. Just just don't understand. Yeah, well, uh, you're 100% right, of course, uh, 75% uh, wrong track. Uh, uh, you know, three out of four of us say the country's on the wrong track. Uh, they lost the House of Representatives yesterday, although we're still counting. And uh, maybe the Senate, hopefully the Senate, they lost the uh, day before yesterday as well. And, um, uh, and what are you going to do differently? Nothing is what Joe Biden said. Maybe he didn't understand the question because, you know, his brain... As I think you're aware, it's a no good. That's a no good. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, but the uh, it's true in Pennsylvania, the Democrats voted for a, a guy, Tony DeLuca, who died in October. And that's very sad. And I'm sure Tony DeLuca was a nice man, but he was reelected post-mortem, post-mortem. And um, here's the, the New York Post story on it. it says he came in dead first. So he came in dead first. It's a little play on dead last, but he's dead first because the Democrats. And it's true when it comes to <laughs> confidence in his commitment. And, and it's literally, uh, Ron is uh, correct. The Democratic Party put out a statement in Pennsylvania. While we are incredibly saddened by the loss of Representative Tony DeLuca a month ago, 
We're proud to see the voters continue to show their confidence in him and his commitment to democratic values by re-electing him posthumously. That's literally what the Pennsylvania House Democrats said in a tweet. A, spec- a special election will follow soon. Now, he died a month ago. The, uh, again, these guys are not good at this. Well, they're good at, you know, as long as you're a third world communist, uh, you say, no, they are good at it. Really, they are. And Tony DeLuca, seems to you know, I love his name. It's Tony DeLuca, and he was a uh, state rep for a long, long time. And uh, the Democrat Party says that reelecting a dead person represents democratic values, right? By reelecting him posthumously, Democrat voters continue to show their confidence <laughs> in him and his commitment to democratic values. Electing dead people. Democratic Party values. Welcome to 2022 in the United States of America. All right, now let's get to, uh, let's get to more uh, audio. Oh, yeah, also I wanted to get to Jen Psaki because she, she, oops, she accidentally gave up the ghost in a tweet. She has a Twitter account. She hasn't been banned. And, uh, you know, she's Colonel Kleb, James Bond movie from Russia with Love. She's got spikes in her shoes. She, uh, she tweeted, this is pretty amazing, on, uh, on election day, she tweeted, the Latino vote is not the same everywhere. Well, we know that. It's as diverse as the breakfast tacos of San Antonio. We already know that. The Latino vote is not the same everywhere, exclamation mark, she wrote. There are huge generational differences. And in Florida population, she left out a word, of older voters, much larger than younger now, here's what she, uh, and she says the older voter is more likely Republican. She wrote, socialism does not play there. Now, I think she just admitted that they're socialists and that they're Hugo Chavez, that they're Daniel Ortega, that they're Sandinistas. She just accidentally, she wrote it out with her little nubs on the little tiny screen, and she continued... And there is a massive disinformation problem in Spanish language media. That is another big lie, one of the many kind of Goebbels-style big lies that the Democrats are peddling. In fact, they had billionaires come in and try to buy up all the Spanish language radio stations all across the United States of America and especially in Florida. And one of my good friends, Luis Quinones, uh, originally from Guatemala, um, uh, Trump administration um, uh, supporter. He was nearly the Secretary of Veterans Affairs, my friend, Luis Quinones. And Luis Quinones was involved in stopping the radical left's takeover of Spanish language media, Spanish language radio in particular in the United States of America, where they're telling the truth, but the radical left, the socialists, as Jen Psaki self-describes, now, Van Jones self-described as a communist, right? And, and uh, of course, John Brennan, the CIA director under Barack Obama, voted for the Communist Party candidate for president of the United States, and then Barack Obama made him CIA director. So Jen Psaki wrote, the Latino vote 
It is not the same everywhere. There are huge generational differences. The Florida population has older voters, more likely ours, much larger than uh, the younger voters. Socialism does not play there. That's what she said. Socialism does not play there. Now, how should I interpret that? They're attempting to sell socialism, and that doesn't work with people that fled socialist hellholes and moved to the United States of America to get away from people like Jen Psaki and the Democrat Party, which is, as I've been saying for a long time now, the Democratic Party isn't. Am I right? Yes, I'm right. As unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. That's right. See, the Latino vote is not the same everywhere. They're as unique as breakfast tacos. By the way, what you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. Unlike the African- With incredibly different attitudes about different things. Yeah, they, had, they, they might think for themselves that makes them a danger to the Democrat Party. Not like the black voters who he just said are not uh, diverse at all. They're a monolith and they all think the same thing. And they're all glassy-eyed zombies for the Democrat Party. That's what Joe Biden just said because he's a racist who didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. Those are his words. And uh, pay no attention to that. It's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? Uh, let's get to the audio of the uh, of the politics. Politics, politics, politics. Now, Harmeet Dillon, um, a Republican, conservative, great American, lawyer, um, is involved in the uh, Kerry Lake case in Arizona. And uh, I, uh, you know, she explained that the Democrats in Maricopa County, the most populous county in Arizona, they cut the number of polling places by two-thirds. And when you get there, they have to individually print up your ballot. There are no ballots. Hey, where are the ballots? Oh, we've got to print one for you. Oh, no, we're out of ink again. And that's going on all over Maramoran County. Honestly, uh, what's going on? How many times do we have to have elections before we get it right? So here's Harmeet Dillon on the uh, Kerry Lake uh, case when she becomes governor. You have two-hour lines. You have poorly trained election officials who aren't used to this model telling people they can just go to another place to vote but they can't when they go to the next place they've told they're told they've already voted this disenfranchised voters yesterday and we went to court with the two campaigns and the rnc to go and try to get a judge to keep the uh to keep the uh, maricopa county voting places open longer the judge rejected this and so people were disenfranchised by this chaos and so there's a lot of things that when Carrie Lake becomes the governor of Arizona, she needs to do to confirm to convene a legislative session to make several changes, I believe, to Arizona law so that this never happens again and that people can have confidence in the outcome of the elections here. CNN's headline is Carrie Lake raises unfounded doubts about election results in Arizona governor's race. That's too early to call. Two days later, it's too early to call because of the Democrats. So you're in line for two hours. They cut the number of polling places by two-thirds. They don't have pre-printed ballots because that would make too much sense. They tell you to go to the next polling place, and when you get there, they tell you that you've already voted. The Republicans went to court, asked for a three-hour extension on polling places, and the court said no. CNN says that Kerry Lake raises unfounded doubts, right? Uh, and the Democrat Party is the party of election denial going back to the year 2000. 
Um, Carrie Lake then appeared on uh, Fox News last night on the Tucker Carlson show, a great as always. They've been calling me an election denier. I've been sounding the alarm on 2020, November 3rd election, which was disastrous. And we had problems in the August 2nd primary as well. And now we have the same problems. They have all this time to get this figured out. I don't know how many years it'll take them and how many times we need to bring in like the United Nations and people from the third world to show the Democrats how to hold an election in the United States of America. Uh, great Carrie Lake. We can't keep having this problem. This is what I've been trying to say. I want all Democrats, independents, and Republicans to trust in the system. And when I win, and trust me, we will win this, this is going to be top of my agenda. Day one, I'm going to take my hand off the Bible. We're issuing a declaration of invasion at the border, and I'm getting my lawmakers, I'm getting the legislators to a special session to change our elections so that they are fair, honest, and transparent, and we get rid of those machines that are not reliable. There are 650,000 votes that have not been counted as of today. And, uh, well, where those votes come from? Because, you know, the mail-in and the early voting and the rounding up the glassy-eyed zombies on college campuses goes on for weeks before Election Day, the radical left anti-American, uh, you know, Democrat Party. Democratic Party isn't. And, and what, well, there are 650,000 votes that haven't been counted. Where do they come from? You don't have election season. You have Election Day, paper ballots, and you count them right there in the precinct. Well, here's the thing. The 650,000 votes that have not been counted come overwhelmingly from paper ballot votes that were dropped off at polling places on Election Day, which is textbook Republican voter pattern, right? That is textbook Republican voter behavior to show up at the polling place on Election Day and either vote in person in real time or bring your, because you get it mailed to you at home now, so you fill, fill out your ballot at home, but you don't stick it in the mail so it shows up a week later. You go down to the polling place, and you have it to drop off so there's no big line, and they don't have to print out your ballot for you one person at a time. But 650,000 votes that haven't been counted overwhelmingly from Election Day, which is Republican Vote Central. Now, the spread right now, I think, is 13,000 votes, and there are 650,000 votes outstanding, haven't been counted overwhelmingly, Election Day votes dropped off by Republicans. And so she should win in a landslide, and CNN, oh, it's unfounded, because they're not a news organization. They're a corrupt Democrat Party cable channel. Right about now, seasonal excitement or dread is probably starting to settle in, especially if you're a small business owner. It's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with Stamps.com. You can sign up right now. You're going to be printing your own postage in minutes this afternoon. Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. Get access to United States Postal Service and UPS services that you need to run your business right from your computer. From home, from the office, no lines, no traffic, no parking, no hassles for you. And if you need package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard. This holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights and get started with Stamps.com today. 
Sign up with the promo code PLANTY. That's me for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts either. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone on the top of the homepage, and enter my last name. The code word is PLANT. Yeah, uh, Democrats. Now, that's a governor's race. Uh, control of the Senate is still up in the air, and the Democrats are they are going to pull out all the stops, all of them. They're going to spend hundreds of millions. Georgia is in play. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Now, the news media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, are busy creating mischief, creating conflict between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Now, President Trump helped them uh, in that effort, but, but the Democrats and the media are planning on monkey-wrenching the system there and stirring up as much conflict within the Republican ranks as possible. I hope that no one helps. Let's go, uh, let's go to the phones, Michael. Let's go to Parrish, calling from Colorado. Parrish, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, thanks for taking my call. I'll try to get all this in real quick. Uh, Lake is right. Uh, the biggest problem that we have is voter integrity. I don't care where you're at. The late, great Rush Limbaugh did a survey back in the late, about 15 years ago, and 68% of people in America are conservative. They didn't let them know what party they were from, and most people are there. Look at what the Santas and them did in Florida. They overcame everything. We've got a problem here in Colorado where Bobart is now tied. They tried to do a voter purge last year. I own some apartments, and they went in, and I gave them the ballots that were sent to my house for the other people, and they were going to get it purged. I got them again this year. Another local guy here also has like an apartment complex, and he turned around and had over 30. We need to get these things under control. That's what DeSantis has done. That's what Lake is going to do, and this is what we need to do if we want to keep Republicans in control. Well, if we want to keep America and and, uh, make elections reliable. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.